Welcome to All Things Analytics, a production of the Innovation Podcast Network. Tune in on the third Tuesday of every month for new discussions on the latest data and analytics insights with top experts in all sectors of industry. Now here's our host, Trish McPeak, VP Business Analyst at the Innovation Platform. Welcome to another episode of the All Things Analytic Podcast. Today we have Tyler Levin. He is a CEO of Visual Survey and Visual Intelligence. He is also a well-known certified Tableau consultant and trainer. He holds a bachelor's degree and a master's degree in business administration, both with a specialization in analytics. Thanks for coming on today, Tyler. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, if you would, I would love for you to start out by just telling us a little bit more about yourself, what your data journey has looked like this far. Yeah, sure. So um, I started, you know, straight out of college, uh, working kind of the corporate corporate world, uh, doing analytics in healthcare, actually. Um, so I was doing healthcare analytics for a while, uh, started with a startup, uh, jumped into doing some HR analytics, and that's when I got into Tableau. Um, once I got into Tableau, that kind of changed everything. Uh, for me, it was Tableau was a perfect product for me, which is, is kind of hard for people to find. Um, Tableau had a good mix of uh, data visualization, which is is a lot of creativity to it because you pretty much you know get an Excel file and be like, here you go, create some pretty charts for me. Um, and and being my my dad is a, a professional artist, so I, I had some some good creativity in my genes. Uh, so I, I had that creativity side. Uh, I had the analytics side. I uh, went to school for statistics um, and finance, and a mixture of, of both with business. Uh, and then I had a business side, which you know you have to understand what the end users want. So, so data visualization and Tableau kind of worked perfectly for my skill set. Um, so that's when I found uh, I, I was really good at that, and then started doing consulting for that. Uh, so it's it's actually kind of just fell in my lap. Um, it, it was one of those softwares that, that the company bought that nobody ever used. And I was like, hey, let, let me take a look at that. Um, and it just kind of worked out that way. So I, I got I got pretty lucky, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, that's, that's kind, of, kind of funny. I actually started in healthcare. Um, my business degree has a concentration in healthcare. So that's that's where I started with analytics as well. And then I also just, a company just had Tableau and I was curious and I love numbers and, and, and visualizations. The only piece that I don't have is I don't have any you know, creativity artist in my genes whatsoever. Um, that's probably the hardest part for me. Or it's the funnest, most frustrating part because once I'm finished with something and it looks really good, I'm like, wow, I did this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that, that's the part that's harder to learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like you can learn the analytics, the business, but the creativity part, that, I mean, that's really hard to, to pick up off of YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally think for the first year I did Tableau, I had to meet with our marketing team for like a year to kind of say, okay. Yep. And they'd be like, Trish, stop folding everything, you know, stop doing this. And so I actually got taught by people that, you know, design for a living. But um, yeah, there's not much out there to teach you, so... Can you can you tell us a little bit more about the visual intelligence organization that you're CEO with? What your role looks like, and um, more about what this organization actually does? Yeah, so visual intelligence uh, specifically focuses in data visualization in Tableau. Uh, so we do uh, consulting, training. Uh, we have e-learning courses. Uh, we do you know on-site remote training. Uh, so really, it's it's all around. Uh, 
giving people either the resources and or the knowledge or doing it them or doing it ourselves if they don't feel like doing it uh, for you know all around data visualization and tableau. So I, I wanted to there, there's a lot of companies out there that that focus on you know analytics in general mm-hmm. and they're really broad. Um, I wanted people to know that you know visual intelligence strictly focused on data visualization, which means we have a, a good uh, understanding of analytics as well as the visual design and the creativity of the dashboard. Um, so everyone that that works for me is is you know has both sides. They have the analytics side, but they can also create you know those nice pretty dashboards everybody wants. Um, with with which is is a huge problem right now with data visualization because you know you can have any type of you know IT or, or you know programmer create these dashboards by just you know watching the videos and or or learning it or being certified but they don't have that other side of of, of what the end user wants to see and and what's you know nice per se so it, it's kind of that hard that hard mixture of of IT analytics and then the soft side of graphic design and marketing mixed together, uh, which is is why I try to focus on that part of it. Yeah, storytelling, um, as I talk to many analysts, that's the number one thing people are looking for. They're just like, it's just rare to find somebody who can actually tell a story with a visualization, um, not just the numbers or not just the graphs, but actually tell a story. So that's common. Um, And what's weird to me about that is some of that comes so naturally that you, I don't understand how it doesn't get picked up by a lot of people. Well, for me, I think it's just personality types. I mean, you think of the type of people that go into programming and go into IT, they're very like structured rules. You know, this does this. When I write this code, it runs this. And then you got the graphic designer, soft skill, you know, creative type. And usually those two people are not the same people. Right. Um, where in Tableau, it, it's a mixture of those two type of peoples or those two, two type of personalities, which are really hard to find. So it, it's it's kind of hard to, to merge those two together. And when you do find someone that, that can merge those two together, that's usually the person that becomes you know really good at Tableau and can sell in Tableau, even if they're not the best technical person in Tableau. Um, like, like I, I admit, there, there's. I, I watch all the YouTube videos and all the training of all the other tablet people, and some of the stuff they make is like, man, I don't know how they <laughs> did that. But at the same time, that doesn't make them a great tablet consultant if they don't have the other skills also. Right. Um, so you don't have to be, you know, the best in technically in Tableau to be a great uh, tablet consultant as well. Right. Um, I also, one of the main things that I wanted to jump on and talk to you about is this new visual survey I keep hearing a lot about that I know you guys just launched. Can you take us down that journey um, and then give us an example of what this incredible software can actually do for people? Yeah, yeah. Th- th- this was a long, painful journey, I would say. <laughs> uh, so, so the software came out of a lot of pain. That, that is the reason why I made the software. So Coming out maybe, I'll say about three years ago, um, there started being a little trend around visualizing survey data. And it wasn't big, it wasn't a lot of people, but you would see, you know, some requests here and there about, you know, I need someone to visualize survey data and it wasn't a a big topic online. So you would go online, you search, you know, visualize survey data and there were maybe like a few articles out. Like it wasn't something that was big. So I had a customer come out. It was a Fortune 500 customer saying, hey, you know, we're trying to visualize survey data in Tableau. 
you know, we're lost. We don't know what to do. We got our IT department working on it, a BI department, you know, them being market research person, people, they, of course, don't have analytics. Um, so they reached out to me. I was like, hey, can you do it? And I'm like, all right, I got this. I can do this. I've been doing, you know, dashboards for every single industry, right? Uh, so, they, so they give me their survey. Data, and I don't know nothing about surveys. Like this, this was the first time I was introduced oh, to wow. surveys and survey data. So I was like, yeah, I got it. Just send, me, send me the Excel file. I'll work on it. So they just send me the Excel file and, and I'm looking at it. And, and the structure of this Excel file, they were using Qualtrics. The structure of this Excel file was just like unlike anything I ever seen. Like it, it, you could tell whoever made this Excel file as far as the, the software go was not thinking about analytics, right? right. You, you had you had columns, you know, which which was one question which had multiple answers in it separated by commas. You had, you know, 10 different columns that were really one question. Like everything was just all over the place and a mess. Um, you know, within the the headers of the columns, you had the answer and the question in them for multiple like it was just oh, wow. it was just so much, right? So I'm, I'm looking at this like <laughs> Like, how, how do I create a dashboard with this, right? Um, so I, I went through maybe like two months in Excel trying to clean. And this is, of course, before Tableau Prep or anything came out. And, you know, self-service data cleaning tools wasn't a big thing. So I was in Excel, you know, trying to reshape it and clean it and trying to figure out a process to get it. Um, finally, after a few months, I came up with this, this process, a data cleaning process. Now I have to create a dashboard for it. So that was just cleaning the data or getting it in a good process. Uh, then I, I created the dashboard for it. But then they called me next month. I was like, hey, can you do this all over again? And at that point, I was just like, you know, I don't want to work with you no more. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you can have this project. Uh, but me being stubborn, I was like, all right, I'm, I'll do it again. I'm going to find a way to like optimize this and make this more efficient. Right. So after a few more projects, I kind of like figured out how to, how to you know, streamline the process. And at that point, I was just like, all right, well, there has to be a better way at this. And then that's when the software started coming up where I was like, all right, well, I'm going to use this software internally for this type of projects, um, uh, you know, at first. And then I, I created a, just kind of like a demo version of the software. I started using it. I was like, all right, well, if I'm having this problem, then I know other people are having it. Right. Um, so then that's when Visual Survey was born. Um, and I really kind of got serious with it and, and really put some some time and money into it um, because I know, and I even if you search online still, there's still a lot of people asking, you know, how do you visualize survey data? And, and most of the people asking are, are market research type people or people marketing people that are not analytics people. If it is analytics people, it's because a market research person asks them you know, how to do it and they don't know how to do it. Um, so, so with the software, it allows uh, anyone to do either analytics, IT, or just plain market research, marketing people to to clean the data, uh, run it through the software, and then dashboard, and then download either a Tableau, Power BI, Spotfire, or ClickSense dashboard, and then connect it to that data. So they they don't have to learn how to clean data. They don't have to learn how to, to create dashboards and or create survey dashboards. Um, they just run it through, download a template, connect it, and, and they're done. That's incredible. I mean, having that template of a dashboard, that's that's super powerful. I know a lot of people are trying to come up with something, um, not just for survey data, but for any type of data, just kind of a, here's my data, and I click on some type of template, and it, it shows up. So that's that's really cool. How does How can people learn more about this, and how do they, how can they get in touch with you to, to discover what this can do? 
Yeah. So uh, if you go to the website, it's visual with a Z survey.com. We're currently in beta. Uh, so they can go to the website, sign up for the beta, uh, as well as there's, there's uh, on-demand demos out there. Um, if you go to our YouTube and or uh, on our website. And so the, so the website's up and live. Um, we're not actually live yet as far as the software. Um, but if you want to try it out uh, in our beta, then you can go to our site and, and check it out. That's exciting. So something else that I wanted to reach, um, reach out and talk about was the fact that you're pretty connected on LinkedIn itself and you're always sharing helpful hints and material with those that you're connected with. What inspires you to actually help so many others out knowing that there's sometimes nothing back in return? Um, where do you, and where do you find the material that you're sharing out? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like I was saying before, like I am not, you know, I, I, I probably most people don't admit this, but I'm not the best technical person in Tableau. Like there, there's plenty of people that know more than me and, and I learn from them as well. Um, so I, I've been learning from them over the years. So I kind of feel, you know, it's my place to, to help, you know, people that are learning as well. Um, and and I, I feel like I have a, a different approach a little bit when it comes to, to teaching people. Uh, my style is a little bit different. If you look at my YouTube videos, plenty of people appreciate kind of how I do things. And I'm very detailed and, and I explain things in certain ways that, you know, people can understand and not a very technical way. Um, so I feel like, you know, it's kind of my, my job to kind of help a little bit more because, you know, I was helped as well. Um, now, as far as the material goes, honestly, I... I make videos on stuff that I get stumped on. So if I know I'm having a problem with it or if I had a problem with it, then I know other people are. Um, so yeah, I try to make videos on, on things like as I'm doing things and, and I'm, like I said, I'm YouTubing or, or, or Googling how to do stuff. I'm like, all right, well, if I'm have to do it and I have to watch 10 different YouTube videos on how to do something, then let me, you know, get all the knowledge that I just learned from those 10 YouTube videos and then put it into something that, that, one person can watch and, and understand fully. Um, so that that's one way of doing it, as well as uh, some of the main uh, topics within Tableau, or I feel that are, are very important for people to learn. Um, there is, you know, a million different features in Tableau. Tableau is coming out with a million different things all the time, and I can never keep up. <laughs> uh, I'm probably like, I probably haven't even learned the last three versions because they put out something like every month. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> um, so, so there's, but there, to me, there are certain features that like are core features um, that I, I want, you know, people to make sure they fully understand. Cause, cause sometimes like, like for example, there's a, there's a feature on there called level of detail, which it's so powerful that, that I, I it's so, every time I run into a roadblock, it, that usually solves it for me. And, and people don't like, they know what it is, but they don't really know what it is. Um, so I, in topics like that, I want to make sure people really understand what it is and what it's capable of. So one thing that a lot of people either have done or they're contemplating or they want to do is getting Tableau certified. And there's a couple different tests that you can take to get whatever type of certification that you're wanting with it. You actually did this a couple of years back. What advice would you give to those who are thinking about taking that test? Yeah, so uh, I'll kind of just go high level a little bit. So I'm kind of a, as far as certifications go, like I feel those are more valuable and important than degrees, actually. Um, I, I mean, like I said, I, I have my, my bachelor's and my master's and, and I personally haven't learned that much useful stuff in either one of those um, compared to me getting, you know, certifications. Um, so for me, it, it's, and, 
And especially with once you get to this level as a consultant, nobody asks me about my degree or or about school in general. They want to see a portfolio. They want to see you know who you worked with, and they want to you know talk to you and like you, right? Right. Um, I, I mean, I feel like at this day and age, degrees are not as much valuable unless you're you're trying to find an actual job. Now, if you're trying to find a job, of course, you need a degree just to get in the door. Um, but to actually show you know something or you know what you want or you know how to do it, certifications are great. Um, and the Tableau one is, is pretty good. I, I was using Tableau for a long time. So honestly, I didn't have to study that much. It was just kind of, you know, knowledge that I already knew. Um, but I did, of course, go on YouTube, go on Google, uh, look at, you know, the different materials Tableau had. Tableau actually had a, a really good kind of outline and, and guide of, of what they're what they're expecting. Um, of course, there's there's a million things on YouTube and Google. It just went over the topics, making sure I understood it. Um, went into the the office where I needed to take the test and took it and and just kind of knocked it out. It, it it was it was pretty easy. I mean, and, and worst case scenario, if you don't pass it, at least you know what the, the questions are for the next one, right? Like it's right. <laughs> just go in there, do it, and if, if you fail, then you know what to expect for the next one. Study for that, and then go back in a, in a few weeks or so. Um, but once you get it, it, it does give you uh, or give, give your clients, you know, a, a good sense of, of trust that you, you actually know what you're doing. Right, right. Yeah, I think it's great. And I agree, um, you know, just they can't teach certain things in school. Even the, the personality traits that you were talking about earlier, kind of the mix and mingle of different things that you're looking for um, in your employees that's just experience. That's just getting out there and almost failing a couple of times and, and learning how to, to do it. Yeah, and you, you'll be surprised how many times, you know, people hire you just because they like you. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, that has to do with it. And, you know, it's funny because the, the last episode we were talking about, you know, it's, it's I don't know if people are looking at traditional IT folks or what, but we were saying like there is a, a version of what we should look like us analysts and um nobody fits that version we, we all we all kind of shock people when we come in the door and they're like this is who you are you know you're you're outgoing or you know you speak up or or whatever it's just it's it's shocking to people um but yeah it's definitely a personality whether you're always an extrovert or just an extrovert whenever you're working or or whatever it is so to wrap this up, I like to ask everybody because this is the number one piece of advice that um, I listen to whenever I'm giving leadership or listening to leadership talks or at conferences. But what would be your number one piece of advice for anyone who is connected to analytics and visualizations? Uh, I would say don't just learn analytics and visualization. I say be more broad. So learn like for example I, I had to learn a lot about you know color theory and and had to learn about you know how to use color schemes and and you know about you know different business topics to understand you know what the business people are thinking of uh, so it having a broader knowledge uh, around different things uh, it is really helpful um, I, I think that helps me a lot because you know like I said I, I talked to someone, in a certain field, and I can kind of talk knowledgeably to them about what I think they want or what I think they should have. And then also with, you know, the analytics, like, yeah, you can run and do a whole bunch of equations, but, you know, can you put a color palette together that is visual appealing to the audience? Can you put layout, can you lay out things correctly? Um, and that's that's a lot of, you know, the graphic design side of things. Um, as far as, like, the marketing side, like you said, you, you're bold in everything, you know. 
you know, bolding means something, you know, colors, you know, is it red or not? And red means something like the, the, there's different things other than just running calculations that, that you need to be aware of. So kind of learning a lot of different topics around analytics or visualization uh, is really important as well. Yeah, that's, that's great advice. Um, like I said, it can, somebody can give me data and it can take me like an hour to put together a million different charts. Um, and then it'll take me a lot longer to, to actually tell a story with them and use the colors correctly and, and use that person's logo correctly and, and to know what's important to them um, might not be important to the next person that you do analytics for. So yeah, I love that. Yeah, and then I would throw another piece in there that I feel a lot of people have our time with is, is people make dashboards based off of what they like right. and what they think is important. Um, before I start any, any visualization, and, and most people or most, you know, executives or end users won't do this. They'll, they'll tell you kind of what they think they want to see and they'll tell you what charts they think they want. Um, but one thing I push out of them is, is, all right, well, just tell me what you want your end goal to be. What do you want to answer? What, what do you want to know? All right. Everything else I don't care about. Like I tell them straight up, like, I don't want to care. I don't care about what charts you want or what you think you want. Just tell me what you want to be able to do at the end when I'm done. And then I'll create that for you. Um, otherwise, you're going to be put in a box and they're going to be limited thinking they, they know what they know and, and usually they don't. Um, and and because they're hiring you as the analyst. Right. Or else There's a reason that they have you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or else they'll be doing it themselves, right? So so sometimes you, you, you got to kind of speak up and be like, all right, look, I, I know you think you want this, but you really don't. Just let me work and then you tell me what you think afterwards. Um, so yeah, that that and that's, helped me a lot in my career is, is I even straight out of college I worked for a startup and I was talking to C levels and I would I would tell them no like I don't think that's right I don't think this is right like I think we should do this and I mean sometimes they don't appreciate it sometimes they do but overall it helped me. Yeah absolutely <laughs> um, because if you just say yes to everything and do everything someone you know tells you to do then you're not going to be able to really grow and shine and 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 really help them because it's, it's not really helping them at the end of the day because they're just creating what they think is right, which may not always be right. Yeah, I agree. Well, thanks for coming on. And I want to remind everybody to go check out the visual survey, um, new software, get out there, look at it, um, use it. You know, as you're talking, I really think this be super helpful for a lot of nonprofits too. Um, not only those market researchers, but I mean, nonprofits, they, they use surveys like crazy. So getting this in front of nonprofits as well will be huge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and to me, it's like ev- almost every big company does some type of survey, either because customer satisfaction or employee satisfaction. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like there is definitely a market out there. Anybody can use it. Um, I'm just trying to, like I said, hopefully nobody suffers the pain I suffer. <laughs> oh yeah, I couldn't imagine. Uh, That's I the worst part to... is just cleaning up that Excel file. Like, I'd pull my hair out. Yeah. Yeah, and then once you mess up, there's no going back. <laughs> yeah, and then the other hard thing about it is, depending on what visualization tool that you're talking about, and we we both use Tableau a lot, but um, you know it wants it a certain way as well. So not only do you have to like clean it up, but you have to lay it out the way that Tableau wants it, or that Power BI wants it, or or so on. Thanks again for coming on. Um, I appreciate it, and it's glad to talk to you. Thank you. Well, have a nice one. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Do you need advice in taking the next steps in analytics or want to share your data journey with the All Things Analytics team? Then reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or Instagram at IPSmartBuzz. 
or by filling out the listener feedback form at globalinnovationpodcast.com. And if you like our show, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.